0: Thanks for calling Sports Stories with Denny Lennon. Leave a message and we will get right back to you.
1: Hey,
2: Denny, it's Joey. Listen, I like your show. I've been watching it. Uh, It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But uh, what I'm thinking is maybe not so much of you and uh, more of other people, especially the the girl, uh, Alexandria. She's really, really good. Anyway, just some food for thought. Got to go. Talk to you later.
3: So this is video audio, episode number 86 of Sports Stories with Denny Lennon. And that got me thinking, where did the term 86, as in you've been 86, where did that come from? Well, it turns out there are several possible origins. During the Great Depression in the 1930s, a standard soup kitchen pot held 85 cups. So the 86 person in line was out of luck. During the Korean War, F-86 fighter jets would use eighty six to refer to a shot down plane. 86 is also an old slang term used in bars and restaurants when they refuse to serve a customer. The height of a door frame is eight feet, six inches. So when an obnoxious person is shown the door, they've been 86ed. You know, oddly enough, I am somewhat familiar with being shown the door. Someone else who was always shown the door was agent 86, Maxwell Smart from the hilarious Mel Brooks and Buck Henry TV masterpiece, Get Smart. How about the standard depth of a grave in the United States? 86 inches. Now that's really being shown the door. So considering this is the episode of such a significant number, and lately there have been several emails and phone calls to SSDL praising Alexandria, the scene stealer from Casablanca Restaurant. Excuse me, producer Marley Rice, what's the plan for this show?
0: You're out. Alexandria's in. I am a Venice, California,
4: born and raised sports fan who played and watched sports my whole life. My love for sports started in my front yard, and my love for reading New York Times bestsellers has led me to this podcast. Thank you to the support of my mom, sister, and grandfather. I'm excited to bring you Sports Stories with Alexandria Hara. Hello, sports historians, and welcome to Audio and Video Podcast 86. 86- of SSDL. My name is Alexandria Haro, and this is the Alexandria Special. This show is sponsored by Casa Blanca, a landmark restaurant in Venice, California. They are known for their delicious handmade tortillas since 1980. This show will feature a collection of my interviews with New York Times bestsellers. I enjoy researching and preparing for these interviews but the best part is having a one-on-one conversation with the authors. I am recording this at Casablanca Restaurant in Venice, California. Marley Rice is producing at Studio 51 in Venice. Bad Boy Bobby is editing all the way from Long Beach, California. I hope you enjoy this special.
0: Hello, sports historians, and welcome to a special edition of SSDL. Today we have an Alexandria Takeover. Alexandria is a correspondent on the show who interviews our authors with some hilarious questions. And so I've compiled all five of her end of the show questions into one amazing show for everyone to enjoy. I didn't want to be biased here, so we're going to just bring these to you in the order of their original release date. So first up, we're going to bring you New York Times bestselling author Wesley King, who collaborated with Kobe Bryant to write the highly popular Wizenard series. Take it away, Alexandria.
3: So look, I, I mean, I have my ideas. I might think it's good, but I think it might be time to bring in a real journalist. Um, she's nine, if I'm not mistaken, maybe going on ten. Um, <laughs> And uh, her name's Alexandra Haro, and I'm going to bring her in. She's got a few questions for you, if you don't mind, Wesley. Hi, Alexandra. Oh, amazing, yes. Hello. Um, Hello. Alexandra, we were I was telling them that, you know, you're, you're on your game. We know you take care of business. And um, so I'd like to just throw it over to you, and, and you can ask the author, the New York Times bestselling author, a few questions
4: okay uh hello mr king it's a pleasure to meet you truly an honor um i read the training camp book and i have an assignment to the questions but i have to answer them as if i was the author however i have the author right in front of me so may i ask you some questions
5: that sounds great
4: uh my first question is Kobe used to wake up at 4 o'clock to exercise. Did he wake you up at 4 o'clock to write the book?
5: (laughs) You know, sometimes he did message me at hours that I was not normally awake at. Um, But he was such an excitable guy that he would just call you and be so ready, you know, probably because, like you said, he was up at 4 a.m. running a marathon or something, that he was just ready to go. So it started waking me up, too. But, yes, Kobe... uh, Kobe didn't sleep, much.
4: that was one of his secrets. Um, my next question is, I know the main character, Rain, is like Kobe, and um, mm. the coach was from his former coach. Were there any other characters that were based on on other players that Kobe played with, or you played with, by any chance?
5: I, you know, I think so. And, and certainly uh, some of the ones about myself, too, I I sort of related to Twig and and Kobe. Um, he never quite specified who they were. He was too um, diplomatic for that. But I'll tell you one quick story. We met I met one boy in Philadelphia and he was only 11 years old. So How old are you? I'm nine. Nine. OK, so 11 years old he was and he was playing um, basketball at a high level. And he was getting yelled at by his coach, which was, you know, not very nice, of course. And so I came over when he was sitting and I said, you know, why do you play basketball? How how come you like, you know, do you like being yelled at? Why are you doing this? And this 11 year old said, if you can believe this, he said, I have to play basketball because I have to get my family out of here. So he was taking this whole job of sort of providing for his family. And so this is what a lot of young people do in certain parts where they're in sort of poorer areas. So we reflected a lot of that back in the story, and we wanted to write for some those types of readers as well. And so, um, you know, that team, for example, those 11 and 12 year old boys that were playing. Uh, we wrote this story for those kind of kids who are in tough areas and to inspire them to, you know, keep pushing themselves out of it.
4: That was a really good story. Um, my next question is, who is your favorite character in the book?
5: Oh, that's a good question. I like them all for, for different reasons. But my favorite character um, is Reggie, who, who is the star of season one. Uh, and I know he was sort of a side character within training camp, but we liked him so much that he got his own book. Um, and now we were about to write more books to come and, and hopefully we'll still have a chance to do so. Of course, it's going to be different. But um, Reggie was my favorite for sure. Mm.
4: And my last question is, what did you learn from Kobe?
5: Oh my God, that's a great question. And I learned so much. Um, You know what I learned the most of all from Kobe? So when I thought of Kobe, I thought of this big basketball player, which he was. And uh, Kobe, of course, had everything going for him. But you know what he really thought was the most important thing in the entire world was his family. He was such a good dad. So I learned that no matter how much money you make, no matter how much celebrity you get, the most important thing in your life is your family. And that's what he taught me.
4: That's a really good thing. Um, I really like the book because, like, it's like Harry Potter in basketball.
3: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Alexandra, um, I wanted um our guest Wesley to know that you've been on the show before, and Wesley, on the Wednesdays, we focus on high school athletes to Olympians, right? Mm. But Alexandra is also, and her sister, they're filmmakers, and so she has this series called <laughs> and Zero, and um, where she's as agent zero because if if I'm not mistaken, Alexander, that was a number that you got for your youth basketball league, right? Yes. So she got that. And and I think Gilbert arenas also called himself agent zero when he played in the NBA.
0: Up next, we bring you Wayne Coffey, a New York times, bestselling author of the boys of winter about the 1980 USA men's hockey, gold medal winning team.
3: We're going to take the uh, cameras inside at um, Casablanca restaurant in Venice, where our journalist critic, book critic at large. Yeah? There she is. Hi, Uh Alejandra. got her up. Hold on, on. Christine's gonna put your microphone up. Got it? Okay, go ahead. Good evening. Hi, Um, thanks for being here. Um, It's, you're the Sports Stories with Denny Lennon, book critic at large. That's what your title is. Do you like that title? Yeah? It's all right? Okay. If you think it's sure. something better, you usually do. You let me know. Um, and say hello to our uh, guest today, <laughs> Wayne Coffee. Good evening.
4: Good evening, Mr. Wayne Ms. Coffee. is
2: Alexandria Yeah. And I, I have to ask you, what's your favorite restaurant? You better answer this right uh, now.
4: Probably. Either Gasol oh, or Lars. <laughs>
2: now, Solid. wait a minute. Is that apple up there? Because you're going to, like uh was that like an apple polishing technique to curry favor with your guest
4: probably my mom just said put an apple <laughs> in there or <while laughs> add some spice on it
3: i love it okay good luck wayne uh
2: take it away Alexandria. <laughs> okay danny i'll do my best
6: good it
4: evening even mr wayne coffee um was alexandria haro um and before I start, I would just like to say your book was fantastic. Oh my gosh, thank to you read, so much. By thank way. you for
2: reading it. I love people who read books.
4: All those fans out there should read his book. It is really good. Do you
2: exce- uh, accept cash payments, Alexandra? Why? Well, right. You know, we may have to talk Maybe. after the show because you're being so nice and. Uh, supporting my writing career. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm kidding, but I really, I appreciate your kind words.
4: Thank you. Now you wrote a book, The Boys of Winter. And it's basically about culture encouraging a team to be more like a team and um, and basically doing more than they think they can, if I am correct. Um, now I have a few questions Please. for you actually now and if you don't feel comfortable answering the questions just just blink twice, twice like this so i can, so I can move okay right do i need to, to the have my lawyer nearby
2: or are we okay okay
4: no we're okay um my first question is you never got to interview coach Hub regarding your book what what one question would you ask well
2: that him? is a great Great question. Actually, I was going to. In, I've interviewed Herb Brooks uh, a number of times, but not for this book. And I was. And this is actually very sad, Alexander. It's terribly sad. The day I was scheduled to interview him, it was August third. I want to say two thousand and three was the day he died in a car accident. I was supposed to interview him that night, and he died that afternoon in a car and uh, it's it's chilling to even think about that but i think i think what I, what i would ask what i would ask herb is you know every everybody in the world thought that your team had no chance in this game and just 10 days before that game in lake placid that famous game the same teams met in Madison Square Garden and the Russians destroyed the Americans, 10 to three. So what I, what I ask Herb is, in your heart of hearts, what did you really think was going to happen that night in Lake Placid? Did you think that your guys legitimately had a chance? Mm-hmm. That's a really
4: Thank good you. question to ask him. Uh, my second question is, what is your favorite word? I like to know because it took me a long time to read your book because I u- had to use the dictionary to look up the words.
2: So my, f- my favorite word. Um, you know, I'm not even sure what my fa- I have a lot of favorite words. I love words. In fact, there's something I get in my, I- my inbox in my email every day. Merriam-Webster has like they'll send you a word of the day, and it just pops up every day, and I and I love it. I just I love language. I love learning new words, and one that comes to me right now is um, a word called epiphany. Epiphany. You know what epiphany means? So epiphany is all. is like uh, well, I want to say a revelation, like a surprising like a a shocking surprising well like if you went out you you walked out from where you are right now and walked in the street and you saw the most amazing rainbow or something like you'd never seen before or you know a a school of a hundred dolphins in the uh the pacific ocean it it would it would be it would be an epiphany
7: Mm.
4: i'm going to tell all my friends that because we're doing online learning, and I like to share them every word I knew because I want them to be um, well, as smart as they can be. Yeah, you know, I think you might you, you might
2: score some points with epiphany, but it's it's yeah, it's a it's a really good word. You don't want to roll it out every day, but um, but it's good to have in your back pocket. All right. This is one of the best interviews I've ever had, by the way.
4: <laughs> my third question is, you have a daughter that is also a fantastic writer. When she was my age, I'm currently nine years old, and when she was writing an English paragraph, did you correct her work with a red pen and make her do it again and again like Coach <laughs> Hub did?
2: You know, I, I did not. I um, I would maybe, try to be helpful, make some suggestions, but she was really talented. And you know what, what's really interesting, Alexandria? Her yeah. name is Alexandra, <laughs> though she goes by Alex. She loves <laughs> to be called Alex, but, and so her her byline, she writes for a, a, a terrific sports website called The Athletic. And she actually has a big story coming up that I'm not allowed to divulge uh, the uh, the contents of because it's a top level secret so um, so maybe when you see it I think for a lot of people who who um, who read it it'll 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 come as something of an epiphany to them actually mm-hmm. but um, but Alex my daughter who I refuse to call by the name she prefers was was really gifted from a young age so I would I would try I would just try to encourage her to write and you know writing is the no matter how long you do it, you get. You just you you if if you work hard at it, you keep getting better. It's hard, you know. I I I used, I teach writing classes sometimes, and I tell people if if you think whether you're nine years old, um, or 49 or 89, like my brother in Venice, they, um, if you if you think that writing is hard, you're right because it is. It's hard work. And to this day, if I see a blank screen in front of me, a blank computer screen with no words on it, like I think, oh my gosh, what am I gonna write? I have no idea, maybe I'm gonna run out of words. But but you just sort of sit with it and then, and that's what, that's sort of what I learned to do. And I just try to encourage my uh, my daughter to, to do her best, you know, and to pursue her passion. And we did that with all our kids and now she's, She's writing. She's so much better than I was at her age, it's not even close.
4: It's funny because when I play softball and all these sports, all my coaches call me Alex and they every time on my jersey is just Alex. That is not my full name.
2: Do you like being Alex?
4: Uh sometimes. Uh, most of my times they call me Alexandra, but I always have to correct them as Alexandria. So they always call me Alex. So I'm fine with it.
2: That's good to be My funny. dad
4: hates it.
2: He hates what, Alex? He
4: hates when people call me Alex.
2: Yeah, see, I'm the same way. It must be a father thing. Because you, you have a beautiful name. And I, just like Alexandra, now here's another fancy word for you, um, Alexandra. You know the word etym- um, etymology. Nope. That's, the, that's the study of words. And so the etymological roots of Alexandria or Alexandra, it means helper of mankind. How can you do better than that? Your name means that you help people. Wow. So, and if I ever get to meet you, I'm gonna make sure that, just cause I wanna stay on your father's good side in case he wants to run some fajitas by me, I'm gonna call you Alexandria.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I sometimes go with the A train cause I seen her play ball. <laughs> And she, doesn't oh. she doesn't mess around uh-huh um alexandri uh do you um have another question because i have to do the rapid fire questions with them so you got one more yep you do take mm-hmm. it away a town
4: would you rather be at the 1969 world series game with the miracle mets or be at the miracle on ice game
2: well, I I was in real life at once, so I would have to say I'd love to, I'd love to be at the Miracle on Ice game, and hear, feel that arena like you know throbbing with excitement on a snowy night in Lake Placid, and it's the greatest sports moment of the 20th century. So, and it's, it was a night for dreamers because, the the impossible happened that night. So, and it'll never happen again. It will never ever happen again. So that's uh, that's pretty darn magical.
4: Well, thank you for letting me interview you. It was truly an honor. Well, and, yeah. and when you come down Venice at Casablanca restaurant, just give me a call. It's my seat <laughs> and we can talk about hockey and soccer. Maybe you can correct some of my English assignments. No. Yeah. And we can have fun.
2: You know what, Alexandra? I think you're doing great by yourself, and um, so can I talk to you directly, or should I? Do I need to talk to have my people talk to your people? She runs. Whatever
3: the joint. you like. She runs the joint, so you could just call her up. Carlos. Can... Carlos reports to her.
2: Oh, I see. Well, mm-hmm. I hope Car. Is Carlos having a good day? Is he uh, having you know following your orders today, Alexandra?
4: Mostly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You just make sure you tell him that if he doesn't listen to you every word, he's going to have to deal with Denny Lennon.
4: That's right.
2: <laughs> that's his coach. And that mm-hmm. is no, that's no, yeah. He's a coach. He's a lifetime right. sportsman. Right. He knows a high level volleyball volleyball players. So you mm-hmm. don't want to be messing with Denny. <laughs> All
3: right. Big A. You did well. Thank you, that. Alexandria.
2: You Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. All right, up next, we have Jean Hastings Ardell, who is a best-selling author of Making My Pitch, which tells the story of Ida Jane Borders. I highly recommend this book.
3: I'm going to bring in um, a, a, a correspondent of ours, Jean, and I don't discriminate against her because of her gender, but I do uh, discriminate her against because her she always steals the show.
6: So, <laughs> I, 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 will, I will
3: just say that before we bring her in. But let's shoot over to Venice where Alexandria Haro, is waiting and she is our book expert, consultant, literary dynamo.
4: What's up A-Town? Good evening. Hi there. Good
6: evening, good to see you again Alexandria.
4: I am so happy your internet is working and that I can interview you today. I thought I lost my author.
6: Well, well, I'm not for long. I'm back and I'm happy it's working too, so. Where would you like to start, Alexandria? Well,
4: I think I left it on question, the second question. That's where you were talking about um, how you were writing in high school. Let me read the question over again so you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. What were you doing at my age? I'm nine years old. Did you know you wanted to be a writer at my age?
6: You know, it's funny, I did. Um, I was an early reader and I loved books. And um, I remember picking up a little notebook about, I must have been about eight years old, and thinking I need to write a story. The problem was at eight years old, nothing much had happened to me. <laughs> I didn't have much of a story to tell that I could think of. But um, I kept on reading. And um, you know, was in high school, it was clear that I was better off in the writing realm than I was in the math and science realm. So um I always kept on writing and I always mm-hmm. kept on studying literature. That is so, so. interesting. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So you should make a book about your life. It is very interesting.
6: Well, thank you. I'm I'm actually working on it. Um Ooh. I teach memoir writing and I encourage other people to tell their life stories. And finally they started saying, Well, where's your life story? So I'm working on it.
4: Mm. My third question is. What books yes. do you recommend to read for young girls like myself?
6: Oh my gosh, what, you, what are you interested in?
4: Um, well, I cannot stop reading graphic novels. Like if you hand me any graphic novel, I will finish it. Okay. But sometimes I read Great Wall of Lucy Wu, which is also a great book. But it cannot I compete with your book. book.
6: I think you should find subjects you're interested in. If you're interested in baseball, there are great baseball books. There's a wonderful whole literary canon of baseball. Um, if you're interested in traveling, again, there's wonderful traveling books. Uh, Bill Bryson is a great travel writer. Um, I believe in humor, and he's also a funny writer, so that's a good thing. Um, when, I was, when I was about 11 years old, I. Um, Found a book in my mother's bookcase called Three Men in a Boat. It was published in 1889, and it was about three young Englishmen who took their dog on a river trip up the Thames River in England. And I remember my mother always told me to go read a book if I got bored, and um, so I picked up that book one day, and I I thought I found it funny, and I thought this is a great book. I love this book, and. turns out I I wound up doing a travel piece years later on the 100th anniversary of that that book and uh, went up the Thames River, didn't take a dog, but that's what a book can do for you. If you follow your interests, whatever subjects it is, uh, you'll find your life just opens up and you'll have all sorts of adventures.
4: Mm, Wow, how inspiring. Um, (laughs) My fourth question is, What is the best advice you were given and what advice would you give me?
6: For writing or for life?
4: Anything. Anything you can remember.
6: Well, okay. I'll tell you a
4: couple.
6: We grow up, uh, some of us make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes and we can be very hard on ourselves about that. And I think you need to get to a certain age and look back and realize, you know, I was so young, I didn't know any better, but I know better now and I can do better and that's okay. Uh, So I guess what I'm trying to say is forgive yourself for being young and foolish, um, if ever you were, it's okay. Um, The other thing is, you know, do follow your passions, do things that you love doing. You know, if you're gonna work hard in school and I I hope you are, I have a hunch you are, um, put your energy into into it and um, follow what you're good at, what you love, that's important.
4: That's really good advice.
6: My- Here's the third thing, Alexandria, Mm. keep a sense of humor. Mm. Very important to be able to laugh.
4: Now my fifth question is probably my favorite. I've done a little research we both are passionate about food, travel, and baseball. Would you rather, one, go to an opening date in baseball, or two, go to an opening date at the French Laundry? Which one will you choose?
6: Well, that's a good question. I've been to dinner at the French Laundry and it was marvelous. But I have to say, for the whole experience, I'd want to be at opening day with a big fat hot dog at, <laughs> at the ballpark. Uh,
3: nice. Wow. OK, Alexandra.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Alexandra, are you upset it took me 36 minutes to get you into the show, or are we OK?
4: I'm very tired and exhausted. <laughs>
3: yes, I can understand. And um, she um, she's also working on a uh, video series, Gene, and it's her alter ego called Agent Zero. And uh, we've been waiting for Agent Zero Three and wondering when we, we might expect that to come around.
4: Okay, so um, I, we just finished um, filming, but now my system has to edit. Oh. And then it's taking a while to edit, so we're like a little... Um, am really concerned, and then we found out she wasn't editing this whole entire time. She uh-huh. would, she had to do a lot of schoolwork because she's really productive. And then she told us, yeah, I'll edit the video, but um, you have to promise me I can get all my schoolwork done. Because she said uh, schoolwork is very important. Of course. Yes. Of course. yes. All right,
3: fair enough, Agent Zero. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll keep your fans waiting. And, <laughs> uh, but uh, per normal, you nailed it. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, A-Town. And um, we'll be coming back to you soon.
4: Mm-hmm. Great. Thank All you, right. Gina and Dale, for letting me interview you today. And when you are ever in Venice, please call me. We can go down to Casablanca, my tree, and we yep. can talk about baseball. You maybe you yep. can um teach me some books I can read and we can share recipes.
6: I love it. I love it.
4: You're on.
3: Okay. Well done. Well done. Tell your dad you're you're doing your job drumming up business.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. We'll see you.
0: Thank you. Okay. Dan Coonan is the author of Presidential Spirits, and he is our next guest. Take it away, Alexandria.
3: Buckle up here, uh, Mr. Author, because she's already uh, she you know she comes strong, and she's 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 been I think three or four shows so far. She reads these books, knocks them out and then uh, ask some very pointed questions. But, um, you know, the fact that she's a nine-year-old, don't let that throw you off.
8: I, I won't, believe me, I won't.
3: <laughs> all right, let's see, uh, Alexandria, are you there? Hi. Hi, Alexandria.
4: <laughs> good evening. <laughs>
3: Woo. Yep, yeah, we got you, and no echo. We're all good, Alexandria. I like how you decorated the place, solid. Uh-huh.
8: Yep. Very cool, very
3: uh, cool. Uh, take it away, this is where the ratings go up.
4: Thank you
8: are you at St. Mark's?
4: No, I'm actually at Casablanca right now.
8: Oh, Casablanca. Okay. 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 No, no, no. I mean, are you you a student at St. Mark's?
4: No, I'm actually a student in Broadway Elementary School. Oh, okay.
8: Okay. 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 All right. All right.
4: So, good evening, Mr. Dan. (laughs) It's truly an honor to interview you today. You don't know how excited I am.
8: Awesome. Awesome.
4: Now, just to let our viewers know, like, what's going on here, you know, get that spirit up. I'm just going to mention a little bit about the book. Okay. So, Mr. Dan, author, wrote a book called President Spirits. I have it right here. A wonderful book. And the book is about a president who lived in a, the White House and met all the presidents in a saloon. I found the book very interesting because even though it's fiction, it had a lot of history facts, all about the presidents, which is so great because I love fiction and history. And what your book did, combined them too. So today I wanna do a little different, not ask questions, but play a game. I don't usually do this, so you'll be the first. So today I'm gonna be playing a game called Name the Presidents. For example. All
8: right, all right. example, let me give you an
4: example. Let me give you an example.
8: So,
4: if I say, "What president liked jelly beans?" you would say Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan.
8: Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I got that one. At least I got one. Okay. All
4: right. And if I say, "Which president was the Teddy be- and the which president was named after the Teddy Bear because teddy he Roosevelt. hunted bears?"
8: Teddy Roosevelt. Very of good.
4: course. Those
8: are like right. easy questions. All right. Those are those the easy ones?
4: If you get them correct, I will ring this little bell. Okay. All
8: right.
4: Bunch of questions here.
8: Can we stop after two?
4: <laughs> no. I well, I don't know how much I have. No. <laughs> Which president read all major newspapers every single day?
8: Uh, wow. Well, I bet a lot of them read a lot of newspapers, uh, and um, uh, let me think. The uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I, I can say FDR or, or uh, a, a bunch of them probably did.
4: Pick one. There's <laughs> an answer. I have all the answers behind you. And
8: I'll say FDR. Huh? Say it's that. Frank-
4: nope. It's Jimmy Carter.
8: Okay, all right.
4: We read the thing. So I'm just going to put this in the wrong pile. (laughs) Now for my my next question is, Uh which president read a book every night and would tell the last page of the book after finishing it? I started doing this. It feels really good.
8: Oh, gosh, I don't know. I know uh, Thomas Jefferson read a ton. So I'll go with Thomas Jefferson
4: incorrect it is Teddy Roosevelt oh
8: okay, wow teddy gets he gets two answers all right
4: wrong file again. now this one which president read a book every night oh this one's a copy sorry right. which president could understand what I'm about to say has <laughs> she <laughs> 黃色, <laughs> Which was that
8: be, uh Herbert Hoover? Oh, finally. <laughs> Dang, I was
4: wondering I was if you'd ever get the
3: bell time. run for you, Dan. Because those first two, those are exhibition games. So those uh, didn't count. Those are just, you know, that's spring training, those first two. She so gave you easy ones. And then finally yeah. you get the bell. Okay. Okay, keep but, going. Down. I was just hoping he wasn't yeah, gonna leave for, because
8: was ringing the bell. Yeah. Hoover spent some
3: time working in uh, China. How'd you like, how'd you like that Mandarin there if I just dropped that in, didn't she?
4: I also have a question.
8: Well, I think you you actually lined me up is that, 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 that there's a section in the book that just mentioned that as well. So I appreciate it. Was a uh, gift. I appreciate you doing that. It was
4: a I gift. also have a question about that one. How did, do you know how Herbert Hoover learned Chinese?
8: Yeah, no, he, he spent some time working uh, on the railroad, I believe, in China for a couple of years.
4: Mm, that's good because I just want a new fact. <laughs> My <laughs> next one is which president could do the New York Times crossword puzzle in minutes?
8: Wow. Uh, I bet a, well, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton, probably. He's a pretty sharp. <laughs> ah oh, look who's on a streak so i'm two for two well actually when you talk about the mendoza if, even if i lose this two for five is still 400. that's still well no, pretty, there's five pretty
3: wrong cool. in, five wrong, two right so far i
4: have two more uh, questions left
3: shouldn't have asked for this question. all right go ahead alexandra this is a grand finale no i
4: have another question behind this mm, just one <laughs> <laughs> which which president was the first one to be born in the United States of America? Uh,
8: that would be um well when America was how about if he was born in in a in the place that became part of America?
4: It's just which one was oh, born uh, in the United oh, States of
8: America? <laughs> um Wow. Hold, on Hold
4: on a second. Take a guess.
8: Take a guess. Take a Don't guess. Uh, we, that, that would be. Um, uh, I guess it would. It, it could be Fillmore, Mel Fillmore.
4: Incorrect. It is okay. Martin Van Buren. Oh, Martin,
8: Martin Van Buren. Uh,
3: yeah. Alexandra, uh, thank you for showing up, the author. You did. I well
4: have one day. more question. All right. Don't worry. Don't sweat. This is not a right or wrong answer.
3: Okay. All right. Bring and
4: it. now, what all my fans have been waiting for: Would you rather win a Pulitzer prize Pulitzer? or meet your favorite president? And you could go out with lunch with oh. them, whatever you want.
8: Favorite president oh. or Pulitzer? Well,
4: what
8: can,
4: Say that it, can, it, can it be any president, living or dead? Yes, any president. I, I, I would, I would choose that. Yes. Oh, okay. that's a good question. Thanks
3: was, for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, Alexander, that was solid. I like, I like you putting him in his place because he, he was thinking about becoming president until that interview. <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh, Bye, Alexandria. Thank you so much. I appreciate Bye. it. Good luck to you.
0: finally we bring you jeff perlman jeff is the best-selling author of nine books but in this interview we talk about his latest book three ring circus kobe Shaq, phil and the crazy years of the lakers dynasty
3: jeff the time has come now you got to face the real journalists on this show bring it okay all right she's uh, uh people know her from our wednesday show we're bringing her into the spotlight because we got jeff perlman here we needed some heavy hitter uh, let's go to Alexandria in um, Alexandra. Alexandria. Eggs. Okay. I let's go. back to Venice. Is she here? She's
4: coming
3: in. There it is. Wow, hello. hello, Alexandra. Hello. I love it that you you're back. Um, one, I want to I want to clear the air. Are me and you still okay? We're friends. That I haven't had you on the show for a while.
4: Maybe. Okay. Fair enough, but
3: this is a big this is a big one because he's a really he's a really good writer, right?
4: Yes, all the interviews I interview are great writers, but I think this is best
1: one. Alexandria, how old are you?
4: I'm no. How old are you? How old are you? Oh, sorry. I I just want to say, and I
1: hope this does not uh, cross a professional boundary. You are adorable.
3: Yeah, Uh, adorable.
1: She's all right. She's okay. Oh my god. My she's heart's just- melting here. You know
3: she. Um, and by the way, she she will set you off a little bit by putting the apple up front, and it's like so. Just she already. Oh, okay. she already. She's already got you. Okay, okay. Alexandra, I'm gonna throw it to you. You you take it from here.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Pullman. My name is Alexandra, and I'm very excited to interview you today. It's such an honor. And now, if I recall reading your book, it is called Three Ring Circles. Yep. I'm going to ask you uh, some questions a lot of people don't okay. ask you before. That people okay. really want to know. I All right, want
1: I'm to here. know, I'm ready.
4: Number one, I did a little research and found out that you interviewed over 300 people
6: yes.
4: for your book. You did not interview Kobe Bryant. What one question would you ask him if you got the chance? That's
1: a great question, and no one has asked me that before. That's a great question. If I had Kobe Bryant and I could talk to him, obviously before he died tragically, and I could talk to him and sit down, I think what I really want to know, like really understand, is how how did he become so driven? Like, you know, we all have dreams in life, and I want to be I want to be a writer, and I'm sure you want to be whatever you want to be. What do you want to be in your life? You know.
4: I want to be a brain surgeon. That's amazing. You want to be
1: a brain surgeon? I wanted to be a writer. And we all have these dreams. But what was it in him that made him chase it? Like, he wanted to be Michael Jordan. Like, his dream was to be the greatest basketball player ever. And then he became it. Like, everyone wants to be – so many kids want to be the best basketball player ever. Michael Jordan actually – I mean, Kobe Bryant actually became the best. And I would love to understand what really, really, really put that in him and how he became – so driven and so hungry. I definitely don't have that. Maybe you do.
4: That's a great question.
1: That was a great question.
4: Now, number two. Prior book, Kobe and Shaq were constantly arguing who was the leader of the team. Now, this next question, probably not a lot of people asked you. But in your professional opinion, who was a better rapper? Kobe or Shaq? Before you... Before you answer, my favorite line is, creamy leg cheese spread you on my bagel, boom shakalaka. That's
1: awesome. Wait, so who do you think was the better rapper?
4: I. You know, why don't you answer this for okay, us and I'll I give you an opinion. You know, this is all about you.
1: These are tough questions, so right? I, I, I respect that. I will tell you, I think Shaq was the better rapper. If you go back and look, Shaq did a song with Fushnickens called What's Up Doc, it's a great song. And then later, he did a song. My son Emmett, who's 14, and I have we have a hip-hop playlist that's about six hours. And one of the songs we have on there is a song that Shaq did with Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest. It's one of the best songs on our playlist. For I will go Shaq. I did not think Kobe was a great rapper. He was a much better basketball player. What about you?
4: I personally like Shaq. And the, um, the little line I read, that was yeah, right, also right.
1: from Shaq. Awesome. Yeah, we're both Shaq fans, then. Yeah?
4: Mm-hmm. Now, number three. A lot of your friends do not know that you are a food writer, which I was shocked when I knew, because I love to go around the world okay. and eat new foods. Which is your favorite Thomas Keller restaurant, French Laundry, per Se or per se, Ardha?
1: Wow. Okay. First of all, I was the worst food writer who's ever lived. I was completely unqualified, and I didn't know what I was doing. However... About 15 years ago, a friend of mine from college named Paul Dewar called my house and said, hey, do you and your wife want to come to Per Se? And I didn't know what Per Se was. And I said to my wife, have you ever heard of a restaurant called Per Se? And she goes, we're going, we're going, whatever it is, we're going. And we went to Per Se and it was, I think, a nine or 10 course meal. It was the most delicious food I've ever had. It was crazy expensive. So I have to go per se because I've been to per se. Have you been to any of those?
4: No, I've not. I have not that been to any to of them yet. But I'm hoping but I'm hoping to go to the that French laundry. I'll too. come with you. Now for the final question. Can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you. Would you rather have the Nets win the championship? or have Delaware Blue Hen win the presidency? Oh,
1: that's not even, first of all, Joe Biden is a Delaware Blue Hen, as am I. And I would take I would take Joe Biden to win the presidency right now over almost anything in the world. So I'm gonna go with Joe Biden and the, the Delaware Blue Hen with the presidency. Great question.
4: Well, thank you for your time. All your answers were fantastic. And I think Thank you, Alexandria. It was
1: very nice meeting you.
3: Hey, uh, nice work. I hope we're on good terms. You'll still you stay with the company, I hope.
1: You better uh-huh. take that girl. That right? You better get that girl a meal at French Laundry. All right, yes, she there, She's earned it.
3: I, I can do that. Thanks, thanks, Big A. You did
1: well. <laughs> you <laughs>
3: don't get awesome. that everywhere, right? That was great. Uh, yeah, she does her research. She actually like will read the whole book. She'll just knock I it know. out. Yeah, she's the best. Can we adopt, can my wife and I adopt her. <laughs> it's, that's Carlos's daughter, so go right ahead. You know All what I mean? Yeah.
0: All right, we hope you enjoyed this Alexandria special on SSDL. Head on over to Casablanca Restaurant for some delicious food, and you just may get the opportunity to get an autograph from Alexandria before she becomes a huge star. Way to go, Alexandria. You are the best thanks for watching and listening sports stories with denny lennon is produced by christine Jinbo and me marley rice directed by chris m alport with studio support from alpha command unit and shot by bad boy bobby mccall
7: original music courtesy of lennon music production and original images courtesy of sienna lennon photography a big thank you to all of our contributors sports stories with denny lennon is a production of sports stories inc you can find us on audio platforms everywhere and the High School Narrative iOS app. You can also view Denny's shows on Roku, Apple TV, and Fire TV.
0: Make sure to press that subscribe button, give us a review, leave a comment. It will really help us grow the show.
7: Hey, you know what else would help us grow the show? Hustle on over to patreon.com slash Lennon to get some never-before-seen videos, pictures, interviews, and more.
0: We are all over social media and constantly sending out clips on Facebook, conducting fun polls on Twitter, going live on Instagram, and more.
7: To find all our social media links, hustle on over to sportstoriesdl.com.
0: SSDL proudly supports the My Stuff Bags Foundation and the Heroes Movement.
7: The My Stuff Bags Foundation, with the help of thousands of people across the country, provides children in unfortunate situations with new belongings and new hope through its innovative My Stuff Bags program. Heroes Movement is a nonprofit that bridges the gap from therapy to getting strong again through small group workouts for any veteran of the United States Armed Forces for free. Links to how you can support and help these foundations can be found on our website. We want to give a big thank you to our partners of the show.
0: So, as Coach Lennon would say, any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me, Marley, at info at sportsstoriespodcast.com.
7: Sports Stories thanks all of our followers and listeners. And we will will see see you you next time. time. Hey, thanks, Marley. Thanks, Chris.
3: Lift weights. I'm begging you to stop watching and go watch Sports
6: Stories with Denny Lennon. Kick it out, book.